the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Strong Santa Ana winds have returned to Southern California, fanning a huge wildfire that has scorched a string of communities west of Los Angeles. John Benedict of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department says that the weather conditions are, are ripe for fires. The winds have returned, and uh, we're expecting this wind event to go through at least Tuesday. And Benedict says that some areas still under evacuation orders. We are still in evacuation mode. Uh, the cities of Hidden Hills, Westlake Village, Agora, Calabasas, and Malibu are still under evacuation. A one-day low on the dry northeasterly winds ended Sunday morning, and authorities warned that the gust will continue through Tuesday. Fire officials say that the low allowed firefighters to gain 10% control of the so-called Woolsey Fire, which has burned more than 130 square miles since Thursday. More details at srnnews.com. Joe Walsh is fired up about the president's economy. 250,000 new jobs created in the month of October. The unemployment rate stayed at 3.7%, a 40 Nine-year low, exceeding expectations. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, all the perks of a rewards club with none of the hassle. The AM 1280, The Patriot Fan Club. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on Fan Club for pre-sale access to tickets, Exclusive content, prizes, and more. Our November book of the month is Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies by Sebastian Gorka. AM told me the Patriot weather got a high of 30, a low of 18 tonight. Those roads are going to be slick, so drive safe. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, people. Have you ever applied for a home loan online, but actually ended up getting telemarketed to death by strange lenders from all over the country? Have you ever called the bank in hope of a good deal? but ended up being treated like a number? That's not how we operate. Hi, my name is Joe Metzler. I'm a senior loan officer with award-winning, locally-based Mortgages Unlimited. Here, I will do a full and proper review of your situation, then provide you with a smooth and stress-free process, and of course, get you an amazing interest rate that you can brag about. And don't worry, we will never sell your personal information to anyone. Reach out to me today to be treated like a person, not a number, at 651-552-3681 or online at imortgagejoe.com, imortgagejoe.com. That's imortgagejoe.com. Apply today. Have an answer tomorrow. Mortgages Unlimited is an equal housing lender. 
Not an offer to enter into an interest rate lock agreement. NMLS number 274132. Who do you call when you have home roof issues? Hey, this is Iron Man Mike of Meat Masters Radio. Aggressive squirrels chewed their way through the roof of my home and into the interior. You heard that right. Squirrels ate my roof. So I called the pros of Kingdom Builders, and they responded promptly. Kingdom Builders solved my problem economically and quickly. Your roof protects your largest investments, home and family. Visit thekingdombuilders.net. Their motto is really true. We're not salespeople, just great roofers. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so I always do what Bernie Hello, it's 4 o'clock Sunday. And what does that mean to you? Well, it means it's the best hour in radio. It's the best hour in media anywhere. It is your opportunity to listen to some smart, plain talk on politics, Israel, and the law. It is the victory hour. And I'm Andrew Parker, every Sunday talking law, politics, Israel. It's just smart, plain talk. That's all it is. And, you know, conservative, liberal, it matters not to us here. It is a focus on truth. It is a focus on Taking away the gloss of the on the issues of the day and giving you some smart, plain talk. And boy, do you ever hear gloss from all sides. Some call it spin. You're not going to get that here. Today, I'd like you to join us because we're live. 651-289-4488. Get out that number two pencil and yellow pad and jot this down. 651-289-4488. Give us a call. If we have time, we'll get you on the air. I have a feeling we're going to get some callers today because it is our post-election show. A debrief on the midterm elections. If you tuned in last week, and I know many of you did, if not most of you, you heard my prognostications coming into the midterm elections of 2018, two days before the election, I gave my final round table, if you will, and and tried to identify where it was that Donald J. Trump and his cadre would be able to, well, gather some support, any support, in order to continue the rally that has been the administration of Donald Trump. The rally from disaster of the eight years of the Obama administration. Well, today we're going to talk about whether those prognostications were right, wrong, or in the middle. And I'll tell you, we're going to do it with my good friend here on the other side of the mic, Howard Root. Howard has joined us once again, and why? Because he's a political rock on tour extraordinaire. <laughs> yes, indeed. Howard is is one who knows politics as well as anyone that I've spent time with, and I enjoy spending time with Howard because frankly there are few who understand it as well as I, and Howard certainly does. We're gonna talk about the last time we were together on the Victory Hour and the predictions that we made prior to the election and Come back to those predictions. Mine shifted a little bit uh, two days before the election on Sunday, so I'm going to probably speak about those because I think they were a little bit better than uh, two weeks before the uh, election or three weeks. Uh, But Howard uh, Root is going to be with us, and he is going to join in on the discussion. Let's talk first 
about uh, the U.S. Senate, I just want to mention uh, the U.S. Senate, the Republicans uh, are crowing about and uh, saying, well, we held our own. In fact, we expanded our majority. And it appears as though they may have, but frankly, they may have only by one seat once all is said and done. Presently, it appears that the Republicans have 52 seats in the Senate. The Dems, plus the independents who caucus with the Dems, have 46 seats. So that leaves two seats open. What are those two seats? One in Arizona, too close to call, and one in Florida, which is getting closer and closer too close to call. Uh, And it looks like that race in Arizona is uh, going blue. Believe it or not, Kristen Cinema appears to uh, be edging out McSally out there in Arizona, and it's unbelievable. Cinema, a, a strong far left candidate for the Democrats in Arizona, if you can believe. And that would give 47 to the Dems and 52 to the Republicans if that stays as is. And then you look at Florida. Rick Scott in Florida. I don't know if you read the recent article, but if not, I want to give you a bit of an update regarding the, uh, well, the lockdown polling that's occurred in, and, and handling of the polls that's occurred in Broward and Palm Beach counties. Boy, are they ever uh, tracking every single ballot, aren't they? Not. I'll tell you, (laughs) there was a woman up here in Minnesota who received in the mail a Broward County ballot. and She was wondering, what the heck is this? Am I to vote down there in Florida? Well, that just shows you how uh, problematic the vote counting is getting down there. Broward County, let me just do some math for you. They claim to have found 75,000 new ballots in Broward County. Let me let me uh, tell you a little bit about what 75,000 new ballots means. A ream of paper weighs about five pounds. 500 sheets of paper are in a ream. A Florida ballot is about two sheets of paper. So that's 150,000 sheets of paper that 75,000 uh, new ballots being found is, if, if, uh, uh, if you're divided by 500 in a ream, that gives you 300 reams of paper equivalent to these 75,000 ballots. Five pounds per, that's 1,500 pounds of ballots. I wonder whose trunk was carrying that 1,500 pounds of ballots around in uh, wonderful southern Florida. You know, there are 42,000 people all have uh, one school as a polling place. Yep, another math problem. If the voting takes place over 12 hours and each voter can get in and out in under five minutes, they would need about 300 voting booths to collect 42,000 votes. And, and that's what they're collecting down there. Now, admittedly, it ran throughout the day. But come on. It's just uh, ridiculous. There are 1,183,000 people registered to vote in Broward County. That's a 60% voter turnout that they are claiming for a midterm election in Broward County. So this county had double the national average according to what Broward County is going to count. I mean, you just have to say, if Rick Scott loses to Bill Nelson in Florida, there is going to be a hue and cry, and there should be. But they've got their their Darth Vader of election law, Mark Elias down there for the Democrats, who is 
taking to it, if you will, to find a way for Bill Nelson to win that election. Mark Elias, you may recognize the name if you were around Minnesota in 2008. He was the lawyer who came to town, hasn't been here since, and I don't know if he was here before, but he was here during the Al Franken, Norm Coleman recount that many continue to say was stolen from Norm Coleman, just in the hundreds of votes stolen from Norm Coleman, and uh, Al Franken uh, got that seat. And, of course, the rest is history because we know what has happened to Al Franken, giving us Tina Smith, and Tina Smith now has, uh, I guess I don't want to call it uh, one re-election. She was appointed for her first short stint, but now she has won election. And very helpful for Tina Smith was the fact that the Democrats swamped the polls here in uh, Minnesota. They did, and they attacked across the board. We're going to take a quick break now, uh, but when we come back, we are going to talk about the midterm elections. Howard Root has joined us, and uh, he will give us his thoughts. And You're going to want to stay tuned to hear this, because he's going to give us his thoughts about the Republican Party going forward, the Democratic Party going forward, what happened this election, and what we can expect with a uh, split government at the federal level. While we're on this break, I'm going to recommend to you to go to Parker Daniels' keyboard website, parkerdk.com, for one of the best websites you'll ever find, often referred to as an award-winning website. And jot this down, 651-289-4488. Give us a call. We'll be right back. AM1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. And just for being a loyal Patriot listener, I'll waive your first initial cleaning fee. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, E-V-R-cleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. 
Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Stop midnight tea top jack in a cherry coat town. Mama and daddy put the roots right here because this is where the car broke down. Yellow dog school. It sure does feel like the car broke down uh, this past week. We're walking now for a while. Whoa. Yes, it was a blue wave here in Minnesota. Not elsewhere in the country entirely, certainly, but. Uh, boy, in uh, Minnesota, we, we showed our true colors. Uh, many have said that it's a purple state, and uh, many on the Republican side thought that uh, it was moving uh, red and were feeling quite confident. But uh, I think if you scraped a bit below the surface, you would realize, hmm, false confidence. It is a blue state. 651-289-4488. Give us a call. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Go to parkerdk.com while you're listening to the dulcet tones of ADP. And I'll tell you that we're going to talk politics today. We do talk politics, Israel, and the law regularly on the Victory Hour, as you know. Today we're going to focus on politics as we have over the last several weeks leading up to the midterm elections 2018 uh, which appeared to be a uh, yay or nay vis-a-vis Donald Trump. Yay or nay, and uh, somewhat of a mixed bag, though I think generally more nay, particularly in the suburbs. And we're going to talk a little bit about that with our guest on the Victory Hour today, Howard Root. Howard, how are you? I'm great, Andrew. Thanks for inviting me in. Uh, one raconteur to another. Uh, it's <laughs> great to be here with you. Well, I would have uh, no other to debrief regarding the election than Howard Root, who uh, understands politics better than most, and I think will shed some light on some areas, some corners of the room that maybe uh, you have not been looking at out there uh, very closely at. So let's Let's take a look at first, we're going to talk about the U.S. Senate and then the U.S. House. First, as it relates to the U.S. Senate, you know, you have Missouri, Indiana, and North Dakota all flipping from Dem to Republican. Florida and Arizona still too close to call. Arizona would be a hold. Florida would be a flip. Uh, Other than that, You have 47, if Arizona goes Dem, 47 Democrat seats. And if Florida were to go Dem, they would have 48. Uh, Assuming Mississippi goes Republican, you have 52 presently uh, in the Senate. They could get to 53 with Florida, could get to 54 with Arizona. What's your take on the U.S.? Uh, U.S. Senate, Howard. Well, this was uh, an easy year for the Republicans to hold because uh, most of the uh, the races that were in play were in uh, fairly good Republican states, uh, and the Republicans ran good candidates. And you know, from my perspective, being a business guy getting into politics, I look at the product and the message rather than just the numbers. And when you go down to Missouri, Claire McCaskill was a really a, a, a failed candidate in my view. She didn't have anything new to run on. And uh, Josh, uh, I forget his last name. Holly. Holly, yeah. He was a very good candidate, very strong conservative in that state. And that's the kind of thing that Republicans need. You may start a few points down, but if you have a better candidate and a better message, you can win in a state like Missouri. And so that that's the good side. And, and the other important part of the Senate is that's obviously where the judges are confirmed. 
So picking up one or two seats in the Senate while we already had a majority going to more of a majority means we don't have to rely on Susan Collins to bless every Supreme Court pick that President Trump comes up with. And there's also a spate of legislation waiting in the Senate to be acted upon that the House has already passed. And in this lame duck session with a couple more seats, they may be able to push some things through before the end of the year if they get excited and start thinking that they need to do it before the new Congress comes into session. You know, I, I found, and, and people uh, aren't, aren't looking closely at this, as we move to 2020 uh, and you start to look at some of these key states uh, for the presidential election, uh, Missouri is, is moving a bit more red, no question about it. Certainly Indiana is as well, as Braun beat out Donnelly, taking out the senator who voted against uh Brett Kavanaugh, Uh, he also, by the way, voted for the Iran deal after after pledging that he would vote against it. Uh, And there were a number of uh, angry voters in Indiana regarding that as well. Uh, So Donnelly was uh, was was taken out. And then in North Dakota, not really a close race at all. More than 10 points, almost 11 points. Kevin Kramer takes out Heidi Heitkamp. So in all three of those states, but if you look down in Florida, boy, it's, it's going to be tough in 2020. And while Ohio appears to be a little bit more generous to the Republicans, uh, Florida certainly not. And then you go to Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, uh, and you're looking at uh, three blue states. Yes, Donald Trump took them when he was fresh and he... He took them by only the slimmest of margins in in a few precincts uh, that really swept those three states, maybe 10 to 15 uh, counties that really made the difference there. Uh, If you throw those up in the air and uh, Florida as well, it is going to be a tough reelection for Donald Trump unless he figures out what the heck to do about the suburban voter. Yeah, well, if you look at Florida, there's almost no path to victory for a Republican presidential candidate without winning Florida. Um, And Minnesota and Wisconsin are icing on the cake because if the Republicans get Minnesota and Wisconsin, they'll already have gotten Florida. And Minnesota and Wisconsin won't make up for Florida if you lose Florida. So the Democrats will get New York. They always get California. And they've they've got their block of states that is going to give them the electoral college advantage that comes from the populist liberal towns in this country. Uh, And then the Republican has to keep up and get ahead by polling from the rural areas, but the rules don't have enough votes. So Indiana, nice. Ohio is very important. Pennsylvania would be great. Uh, But if he doesn't, if Trump doesn't really solidify Florida, it's going to be a very tough path to reelection. Yeah, he's he's got to win Florida, and then he's got to win one of... Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. And I I am telling you that uh, those two tasks are going to be very tall, if not uh, drawing in a broader constituency, and that would mean from the suburbs. Uh, Vincent called in. Vincent, I believe, from St. Paul. He wanted to know why people with prior convictions uh, are restricted from voting. This would be felons. And, of course, there is a restore the vote legislation here in Minnesota that likely may get adopted, uh, which would allow felons after a period of time to uh, have their vote restored Uh, I will uh, tell you it's something the Democrats are pushing very hard. They believe that they can uh, get a million and a half votes scattered across uh, the country from uh, felons. I don't know if felons vote blue or red or on one team or the other, Uh, but I suppose with uh, welfare and other programs that Democrats always want to dangle out there, they might entice uh, such folks to do so. Uh, 
not to you know they they just simply have a tougher uh, path. Well, I did. But, I think I did see that the the uh, if they took a survey of people in prison serving time on felony counts, seventy percent said they would vote Democrat if they were allowed to vote. And if you talk about a million and a half votes across the country and seventy percent breaking Democrat, that would be a a big boost to the Democrat vote on top of the immigration, which is a boost to the Democrat. So. We always say that the Democrats have the demographics on their side, while the Republicans have the geographic advantage on their side. But geographic area doesn't vote. Demographics vote. So uh, you're right. The, the way the path for President Trump for reelection goes through Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, but it really would be easiest if he could pick up more votes in the suburban districts, which he's now losing. He is indeed, and I will tell you, had Minnesota gone differently this midterm election, you would have seen Donald Trump in Minnesota many, many times between now and Election Day of 2020. The way it sits, I doubt that's going to happen. I think the 44,000 votes that uh, Donald Trump uh, lost by uh, during the last election Uh, is going to be as close as he ever gets to winning uh, Minnesota or as potentially any Republican ever gets to uh, winning Minnesota. As you know, Minnesota has not gone Republican since, I believe, didn't Richard Nixon win Minnesota in the 70s? 72 with McGovern. Yes, I think uh, that might have been the last time. I think (laughs) think it is. Yes. 50, uh, 55 or more uh, or more years. Uh, all right, so let's turn to the House. The U.S. House of Representatives, uh, it, it looks like 32 seats right now have flipped from Republican to Democrat. You know, the Dems are claiming huge victory for the Dems. Well, not, not really. I, I suppose it... It could be called that in light of the fact that the economy was so excellent and has been under uh, Donald J. Trump, certainly as compared to Barack Obama, who, uh, as I've said before, one of the worst presidents in the history of the United States. Uh, But Donald J. Trump has really turned that around. And so you wonder how it's possible that uh, 32, uh, a shift in 32 seats in the House of Representatives occurred from Republicans uh, to Democrats. Well, the reason it's possible is because that's pretty average. That is an average uh, flip from the party in power losing seats in the House of Representatives. The average is about 35. Uh, so far, it sits at 32, with still uh, a few seats too close to call. Uh, but is that really a huge victory for the Dems? I, I, I certainly do not think it means mandate uh, at all. What it really means is suburban voters were turned off by Donald J. Trump despite the strong economy. They so quickly forget how terrible things were eight years ago, five years ago, even uh, four years ago uh, under uh, Barack Obama. So, you know, what, what do you think about the House, Howard, and, and how is it that uh, Trump deals with the new reality here of a split Congress? Right. I think you're spot on. This was not a major development. This was kind of normal for a midterm election. Even as bad as the Republicans got beat in Minnesota, our congressional delegation stayed the same in numbers. The Republicans lost in two and three, and they won in one and eight. So it's still three Congressman from Minnesota on the Republican side, five on the Democrat side. And it really hasn't changed much, and it's not going to change much in the House going forward. The next session's not going to be a lot different than the last session. Sure, they passed legislation in the last session, but it never got through Senate. It never got adopted. Uh, and I don't think there's going to be a lot more done here. Now, I think it it's more important is looking forward what that means. If that's the first step toward another 15, 20, 30 seats that get lost in the next election. And if the Republicans don't keep the president, uh, Trump, and a reelection, and if they lose the Senate, boy, it's it's back to Obama, where we got the Obamacare when the Democrats controlled the House, the Senate, and the presidential. 
space. So uh, I think it's more of a, a symptom of what's going forward. And uh, one of the things that I see, exactly like you do, Andrew, is that uh, it's an emotional decision by voters on Trump. Trump has really solidified his base. He's These rallies really get people excited. I went up to Duluth and saw that. I wrote a little post that was up on Powerline where I said, and this is not a derogatory statement, I said the message didn't matter. It was all emotion in the room. And that emotion for the supporters of Donald Trump is huge, but it also affects the opponents and people who do not like his style, his language, his some of the things he says um, are going to get more upset about that and more aggravated and vote harder and, and tell more people to vote against Donald Trump. If that happens again in two years, the Republicans are going to be in trouble. Yeah, they are. There's no question about it. I want to revert back to the uh, restoring the vote for felons. I uh, I think I misspoke uh, indicating it was a million and a half uh, nationally. It was a million and a half in Florida where they right. passed a referendum. I think Mark for hearing that um, misstatement by me and correcting that, that it was a million and a half votes in uh, Florida who passed a referendum to allow felons to vote. Now, we were just talking about Florida, the importance of Florida, the the, the razor uh, slim margin that the Republicans have had in Florida over the last um, several elections. Uh, I guess uh, Obama did take uh, Florida. Uh, but previously, and then with Donald J. Trump, now you add in a million and a half felons who are voting uh, Democrat, it can change the election. And that referendum in Florida passing is a big deal. Yes, that would easily add a couple hundred thousand votes to the Repub- to the Democrat side. Seventy percent of 1.5 million votes would be enough to make pretty much Florida a consistently Democrat statewide um, state, statewide election state. So... Uh, that alone, that little development, uh, we are such on a knife's edge here, falling one way or the other. That one development could change everything. It could indeed. Of course, that's a, that assumes that the felons all go out and vote. Uh, who knows if that'll be the case. But uh, to win election uh, by getting the felons their vote back, <laughs> interesting tactic by the blue team. Well, I, uh, I have to say, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Minnesota and what happened in Minnesota. We're going to talk about our prognostications as it relates to Minnesota. And we're going to talk a little more about what we can expect going forward for our pocketbooks, for national security, and some other important issues, including uh, immigration. In the meantime, Go to ParkerDK.com. Again, often referred to as an award-winning website. You'll see it right there. And you'll get to see me on video on the website talking about the vision of our law firm and what we stand for. Go take a look at it. The videos uh, it's not bad. Yours truly. Ha. All right, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Dropped a few bucks in the mason jar. Felt those good old. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades, and if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. 
Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884, or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Screaming cause all the streets were empty And you kissed me and we were up all night And we were feeling so good Yeah, we got a little higher than we probably should We were in a hotel singing in a hallway We're back on the Victory Hour It's Andrew Parker I'm with Kenny Chesney this week And Howard Root Good company. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Kenny sing. I'm going to have Howard talk politics. I hope you're all okay with that. I think it's the right way to go. Very much the right way to go. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about the midterm election. We're, we're talking about now the blue state of Minnesota with, with Howard. Uh, let me uh, just run down. A week ago, uh, I was with you all, and I talked about the fact that Tina Smith, Amy Klobuchar, and Tim Walls would all win their elections. Uh, I did think that Doug Wardlow would win the attorney general's race by a slim margin. He, in fact, lost the attorney general's race, however, did far better than any other statewide uh, Republican candidate in terms of the numbers as it relates to the Senate and governor's uh, governor's races, uh, Wardlow losing by 3.9% to Keith Ellison. And uh, I got that one wrong. Of the eight congressional candidates, I got one wrong there as well, Eric Paulson. The other seven, I did get correct. So the two races I was in error on was Eric Paulson, who I thought would squeak it out, and I was certainly wrong on that one. And then I was somewhat narrowly wrong on, uh, certainly on, on Doug Wardlow's race against Keith Ellison. Ellison will be the new Attorney General for the state of Minnesota. And I would like to right now invite Keith Ellison to come on the Victory Hour because I would love to have him on to talk about what he is going to do in his new role as Attorney General. Also talk about some of the allegations that are out there. You know that I know them well because I represent Karen Monahan, his ex-girlfriend, as it relates to uh, her allegations of domestic abuse and violence by Keith Ellison toward her. I'm also very familiar with the Amy Alexander case, another woman who accused Keith Ellison of domestic violence. I'm also very familiar with the facts related to Mr. Ellison's relationship with Louis Farrakhan, the virulent anti-Semite, how Mr. Ellison could have supported and been a member of Louis Farrakhan's hate group, uh, the Nation of Islam, 
for uh, nearly 10 years uh, is beyond me, but uh, he says he has disavowed it and distanced himself from it. I, For one, uh, that's interesting. I don't believe it to be true, but even if it were true, why was he with them for 10 years? What is it that drew him to that message ever in his life, certainly in his adult life? Uh, but in addition to that, it is simply not true. I, I, uh, Mr. Ellison met with Andre Carson in a hotel room with uh, Mr. Farrakhan, the three of them. There may have been one or two others, but they went specifically to D.C. to meet with Louis Farrakhan. And that was just a few years ago. And, I, and I'm not talking 10. I'm not even talking five. Uh, a few years ago uh, that that occurred. And there is no question about it. Louis Farrakhan states unequivocally it occurred. Andre Carson states unequivocally that it occurred. And both of them say Keith Ellison was there and he flew in for that purpose. So, you know, I, I just I would like to ask him about that. I'd like to ask him about his support for cop killers. But I'd also like to ask him about his views of how he's going to handle the attorney general's office. So I'd love to have him on the show. Doug Wardlow's been on the show, and for fair time, certainly I'd like to have Keith Ellison on the show. Uh, any comments from you, Howard, regarding the AG's race before we get into the other races? Well, I think the odds of you getting Keith Ellison on the show are about the same as it uh, as it being 70 degrees in January. <laughs> in Minnesota. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, and doesn't happen very often. Doesn't so. happen very often. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's not it's happen. Unlikely to happen this year. Yeah. Um, and on the AG race, I, here's, you know, here's what I see. First, Ellison set this whole thing up by just jumping in at the last minute. The Republicans already had a candidate. Doug is a good guy, but he's not the strongest candidate. Let's just admit it up front. He had a lot of work he needed to do to get ready to go into that high-profile race. And really, quite frankly, from my perspective, from being a business guy, a marketing guy, he just didn't do the right things. He didn't create a positive message that he could communicate about himself. I said the first thing he needed to do was to do a video about who he is and what he believes. You know, that was my advice as well, and uh, I gave it uh, early and often that, a positive campaign was the way to go against Keith Ellison because the negatives were out there and they were going to get out there uh, without Doug Wardlow doing it. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. It uh, it was somewhat, you know. At the end, uh, he he got a, a few minutes of airtime regarding sunshine and rainbows, but not much. Right. Yeah. And it's not that it's unimportant to talk about Keith Ellison's past. That's critical. But use the advantages in this election system now. You've got so much third-party money coming in that's going to attack your opponent. You need to define who you are first. And if you can do that, then everything they say about you gets tempered and filtered. I mean, you know it in the court of law. People argue about who gets to go first to the jury. Yet in politics, these people don't even put out their campaign literature in a way that explains who they are before the other side starts taking so shots. So as we move forward, that's what Dean Phillips did. That's what Tim Walls did. Both of them very effectively talking about the sunshine and rainbows and how they those things follow them around. I mean, Dean Phillips couldn't have been more smiley, uh, and neither could Tim Walls. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, Dean Phillips had a wonderful campaign, a beautifully produced image. Everything about that was done extremely well. It was like taking a corporate marketing department and putting it into the political establishment. This is like taking NBA players and putting them on the court against a high school basketball team. That's how bad Paulson got beat on the team. Part of this problem is the Republicans don't have the service providers that are of the quality that the Democrats have. We don't have ad agencies that do conservative messages like the liberals do. Dean could go to his people who did all of his Jalenti or Talenti gelato stuff, and they would flip over and do this. If you go with a conservative, they'll walk away because they don't want to further our message. That's a problem. It is, and it showed up in those races. Let's talk quickly about the congressional races. Uh, by the way, uh, Tina Smith uh, did prevail in her race. Obviously, Amy Klobuchar uh, did as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, Tim Walls won handily over Jeff Johnson more than I thought. Uh, would occur, but I did uh, pick Tim Walls. But in the congressional races, four, five, and six, huge double-digit victories for Emmer, for uh, Ilhan Omar in the fifth, and for Betty McCollum in the fourth. Uh, those were expected. Uh, 
in the one, two, three, seven, and eight races. Uh, you know, it was, it was interesting. Uh, in uh, in in uh, District One, it was Hagedorn over Feehan by uh, not even a half a percentage point. Uh, and then uh, Angie Craig upsetting Jason Lewis by five and a half points. Dean Phillips beating Eric Paulson by 11 points. So those are two suburban districts, particularly when it comes to Dean Phillips, uh, where the Democrats uh, just swamped the Republicans, taking out two Republican incumbents, uh, I uh, thought Angie Craig would win. She did. Uh, Dean Phillips, I did not. She did not. Or he did. Uh, he, uh, he did. Uh, and uh, my good friend Howard Root uh, was flip side on those two and went the other way. So we each were one and one on those two races. Stauber, we thought, would win by 15. He only won by, uh, what, five and a half points. Right. Up there in the so that's that's a race that's going to be uh, fought year in year out. We're going to be right back and we're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, congressional uh, races here in Minnesota and then talk about what the future has to hold. I'm here with Howard Root, author, political rock on tour extraordinaire, and he's going to give you his thoughts on what the future has to hold here in Minnesota. For the Republicans and Democrats, uh, and also nationally. While we're on break, go to ParkerDK.com and jot down this number, 651-289-4488. Give us a call if we have time. We'll, we'll put you on the air. We'll be right back. AM1280, The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And, and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, 
Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Met a man wearing a t-shirt said Virginia is for lovers Had a Bible in his left hand and a bottle in the other He said all you're really given is the sunshine in your name We both started laughing when the sky started to rain Get along down the road, we got a long, long way to go Scared to live, scared to die we are back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. How are you today? Everyone doing well out there? Well, you're wearing your blue if you're living in Minnesota, I'll tell you. So we're here with Howard Root on the Victory Hour today, and we're talking politics, post-election politics, and the state of Minnesota. What does it look like? Because after 2016, the red team was hooting and hollering, it seemed to me, 44,000 votes away from bringing for the first time in, I believe, 54 years, a Republican victory for president on the red team. Last time was Richard Nixon in Minnesota. Uh, And uh, the red team thought that, uh, boy, We continue to solidify. We're going to be looking good in 2020. What do you think now after this election, Howard? Well, I I think Republicans need to do some soul searching, I think. uh, And and there's no indication that they're going to do that. I I hear some of the comments made by some of the Republican leaders, and it looks like they're trying to blame other things other than what we're doing within the party. Um, The the. The excuses mount up from Tim Pawlenty didn't help enough to get Jeff Johnson elected um, to people saying that there was no wave. Uh, Paul Gazelka saying you can say it was a midterm adjustment but can't say it was a blue wave to Kurt Doubt saying that he didn't think voters were sending us a message, that it wasn't our message or our record that lost this election. And if we take that approach, we're going to see a repeat probably times two in 2020 in Minnesota. I think the the focus for the Republicans should be on how do we get the best candidates with the best message and then focus on not just getting out the vote, but that early voting. Early voting was up three times what it was in 2014 in this election, and the Democrats did a much better job getting the early voting on their side. So the Republicans need to to really work hard to get all these votes. The the, the percentage voting in Minnesota is just off the charts, 64% of eligible voters voted in 2018, up from 50% in 2014, almost to the point of 75%, which is in the presidential election year of 2016. And in that kind of percentage voting, with early voting heavily dominated by the Democrats, the Republicans will have a hard time winning statewide offices. Well, there's no question that they will, and uh, the Republicans need to find a message here in Minnesota that works in Minnesota. Right. It is, it is not the message that uh, Republicans use in Tennessee or in Arkansas or in Idaho. It, it just isn't. The Minnesota Republican message is different, and uh, we may need to go back to the Durenberger Boschwitz days. Well, certainly I'd go back to the Boschwitz days. Uh, we need a personality. Uh, we need a positive message. I mean, the Democrats won Minnesota versus the Republicans overthrow the status quo. Now, any marketing person in America would tell you that one is a positive message that has a resonance to people on the personality side, and the other one is strictly an academic argument for people who are already believing that point. And uh, we need to get back to making images and messages that resonate with the voters. Otherwise, we'll be in for a long, cold, blue Minnesota for as far as we can see. Very true. And this next presidential election you got to watch Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. By the way, Michigan and Wisconsin elected Democrat governors. Doesn't bode well for Donald Trump either in 2020. We're going to talk more about that, more about governors' races next week on the Victory Hour, as well as turning our attention to the state of Israel. So be with us next week, one week from today, 4 o'clock Sunday. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. 
We'll be talking with you in one week, four o'clock. Have a great week. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Right now at CVS Pharmacy, you can earn up to 50 extra bucks rewards each year just for filling prescriptions. Which means the medicines you take to stay healthy might also do a little something for the health of your wallet. So visit your local CVS Pharmacy to sign up and start earning up to 50 extra bucks rewards on prescriptions. Terms and conditions apply. Not valid on all prescriptions, including those purchased in Arkansas, New Jersey, or New York. Other state restrictions apply. See cvs.com slash rxrewards or the pharmacy for details. Dreaming of a better life for your family starts with your decisions today. Hi, this is Marty Young at Online Trading Academy. We teach skills to create an income to live your life your way. Take the time to invest in you. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Online Trading Academy. Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.3. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.